0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here to discuss... Episode two of Iron Fist. Happy Sh- Iron Fist two day. Yeah, Iron Fist day number two. Uh, this one's called Shadow Takes Flight. Shadow Hawk. Shadow takes Hawk flight. takes flight. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we we, we didn't discuss last uh, last uh, last day. Uh, <laughs> yesterday. Last time we spoke. Last time we spoke about um the uh, the, the 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 hawk tattoo. imagery, the tattoo on Big Al. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that was supposed to mean anything other than he's connecting with Big Al. Like they had the whole conversation. He said, "People don't think we're any different, or whatever." Yeah, I I assume people think that we're very alike. Yeah, and then he's saying we're very different, but then he sees that tattoo and it makes him think maybe we weren't so different. He had a he had a secret as well. He had his own his yeah. own backstory with a with his own Shadowhawk. Well, like when when i was talking to my roommate about it i was just like well that could be like it looks my first thought was that he was one of odin's um i guess eyes and ears whatever like similar okay. to the raven because yeah, i don't know anything about odin, that. odin in the comics and you know in lord uses two ravens as his eyes and ears and what he communicates through, right? Um, so I was like, maybe he's got this like network of hobos, and then that would explain where Odin is uh, in the third one, why we see him looking like a hobo in all the set pictures. Have you seen John Wick Two yet? No. There's a great network of hobos thing going on in that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's that sort of thing. Yeah, I was maybe like, it wouldn't make sense though for him to be, you know, that in with the movie side, maybe. Maybe it's involving the Crane Mother, but the Crane Mother, is, I mean, it's obviously a crane, and she was the leader of a different city. Yeah, I, I think I think all that's looking way too much into it. I don't think it's anything. I think it's just the fact know. that he has a tattoo that reminded him of the lore that, you know, Iron Fist himself is part of and realizes that this guy, it was just kind of like a, a nod to maybe this guy had his own story that we don't... Yeah. Uh, that we don't know. Who knows though? Maybe that tattoo it will come back. Could may well be. If we don't ever see back. that tattoo again, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I would not be surprised if we ever see it again. Basically, I being. wouldn't be surprised if we did see it again. I. I would a little bit, but okay. who knows? Who knows? Well, spoiler alert for yeah, episode spoiler two. spoiler alert Episode two. We're gonna get dig into it now. They directly mention the crane mother. They do. They do. Danny directly mentions Crane Mother. The Order of the Crane Mother, in fact. Yeah. And when when he said that, I was like, oh my god, why didn't we talk about the tattoo so I can just... So I can doubt how awesome I am. <laughs> and then, you know, the, here we are talking about it now. But yeah, that's beside the point. Man, I love this show already. Yeah? Great. I love this show. And I can see where people may have problems with the pacing. It did feel a little slow in this yep. episode. Danny really didn't go anywhere. Yeah, he didn't do much. Physically or emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I I definitely see, and I hate to just reference negative reviews, because yeah. I don't think the show is bad so far. Mm-mm. I to, the, the only problem that I've had with the show so far uh, is that I do feel like there's a little bit less of that prestige drama dripping off of like the cinematography and things like i think that scene where the 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 airplane crash yeah is shot like horrible tv yeah it's a really bad it's a really poorly done shot it's a 10 year old's memory sure fine (laughs) whatever but that airplane with the mom being ripped out and everything it feels lost it feels like Yeah, it does. It feels like Lost, but not as good. Lost felt better than that. Okay. Um, It it, it felt like season one of Lost. Yeah, season one of Lost, where they didn't really show the crash because they couldn't yet. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have the money for it. Exactly. So they didn't show it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> they, if you don't got the money for it, then don't do don't it. Don't show it. In season two of Lost, they had the money and they showed the crash and they actually showed people being ripped out and it felt for pretty real. This does not feel real. It feels like I'm watching a soap opera where an airplane crash happens. Okay. And that's not a good thing. And that's not to say, okay, you shoot a bad scene, it's in there whatever you move on you move on but they've shown it like eight times and every time i'm kind of like oh ooh. the thing that i don't like about photography is not good the thing i don't like about the the flashback is it's the same sequence over and over again which keeps showing it i can understand that that's what he's latched on to as far as his ptsd yeah but i don't know i think there's a bit of a problem with parents deaths okay it's like every superhero has a has a lot of superheroes. mainly batman but like (laughs) a lot of superheroes have a guardian death storyline it's funny that you say guardian because uncle ben no no it's (laughs) it's funny that you say guardian because you were making me think of rocket in guardians of the galaxy everybody's got dead people yeah it's no excuse to get everyone else dead Mm -hmm. along the way so i kind of feel like rocket in that like like we get it, people we get died. It. We get it, people died in the past, and it's hard to connect with because we've seen it so many times. And the fact <laughs> it's hard that we to connect with because my parents aren't dead. <laughs> it's like I've I've said um, about I've told I've said this about the show Gotham. Yeah, Gotham in the first episode, the parents are dead. Yep, the thing that they had an opportunity to do in Gotham that they did not do was you have a young Bruce Wayne. What if you'd actually gotten six episodes where his parents were alive? Yeah. And Show you got me to, happy Bruce you Wayne. You got to actually see happy Bruce Wayne. You got to st- learn to like Thomas and Martha. Show and me the to, fall. Like, you got to see them as people so when they died it actually had weight. And yeah. it wasn't just this snatching of pearls, people are dead. Uh, the, the, like, the airplane crash in this feels a lot like the boat crash on Arrow. Yeah, you know, the girl gets ripped out of the yep. boat. It feels like that, and I don't. I I, I hate to harp on it because it's a negative. Um, and I know we we love to talk about the positives, but um, I I'm having a hard time connecting with the Rand character because I still don't know what he wants, and I still don't. I I don't, and, and just that just having dead parents doesn't give me enough to care. Okay, and I feel like they keep harping on that. Like he has tragedy. He has tragedy. But kind of like Rocket, we all have dead people. Everybody's got dead people. Everybody's got dead people. <laughs> he punched a door down, man. That was cool. That was bad ass. That like ripping himself out of the out of the straitjacket. Yeah. And oh god. And I gotta say, the sound work in that scene was amazing because he had said before these drugs make me feel like I'm underwater. Mm-hmm. And then while he's getting the crap kicked out of him in, you know, in the straitjacket, it sounds like he's getting beat up underwater. But then as, as he said in a fight is, you know, it's when I get the most clarity and. As, did he say that? I don't remember. He did. He was oh, saying like, right. I you really came alive He came in the alive fight. in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then as he's, Getting beat up more, the sound becomes clearer, and you can see it in his face. He's like, "I got yeah. this." I guess the, I got this It is a little weird that the anger overcame the drugs, but I but I get it. I mean, like heart rate, heart Increased. rate, adrenaline, all that. Yeah, you're, 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 he just you're, flushed it real quick. Yeah, so he so he comes out of it. He he is the iron fist for that moment, and he breaks out breaks out of the hospital. Well, he, they did a weird shot of his eyes, and it looked like he was gonna pass out. Yeah, after he did it, and I was like, "Is he just gonna like?" F-? That would have been a funny moment. Like he breaks out the big he's escape, like, and then yep. he just falls down. He like he breaks the door down. And he's like, "Yeah, I still got it," and then she falls over, and they come like drag him back to his bed and put some more drugs in him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad he's out. Yeah. I said it, I said, it because last, now his story not, can actually progress, yeah, I said it yesterday that we needed I don't want to spend forever in a mental hospital, yeah, and I'm glad that's over, and I'm glad it's been proven at least to some people in this episode that he is Danny Rand. I yeah. feel like those are the things that I wanted to just get through, like we know he's Danny Rand, let the rest of the yeah get everybody know. else on board, let's go, and it's like I don't think there's a character left that doesn't know he's Danny Rand at this point. Um, I think that Ward still doesn't really believe. Maybe, but, but he's he, being told to believe. He's being by told his dad. to believe by his dad. So he's probably he's probably going to. Although he did defy his father. Yeah, in this episode, which uh, shows the chip on his shoulder. I think we're getting a little bit of the, <laughs> the his daddy issues. issues, the daddy issues, the classic daddy issues, um, where he his father tells him. Uh, his father as he may, he could be very valuable to me. Yeah, and his, his son is thinking, but I'm supposed to be valuable to you. <laughs> you always loved him more. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Except a you little, were always the quarterback. A little less Thorish than that because he's not his father. But... See, I was referencing Luke Cage. Oh yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> true. A lot of daddy issues in the Marvels and my universe. There really are either yeah. dead ones or live ones that you resent yeah. or like publicly dead trope. but still alive ones that you resent you know yeah it's a <laughs> it's a classic trope uh and i don't even think it's a bad one but uh but yeah we have a lot a lot going on in a short period of time yeah you know what the the scene with joy pouring out the m&ms on her desk yeah. and like almost breaking down right there i teared up I teared up real Did hard you? right there. I was just like, oh no, she feels it, and she's not a bad person. It, that, that scene made me realize a difference about this show than the other shows. Um, the people on this show aren't nearly as cynical yeah. so far. Um, I wanted Colleen Wing to make make fun of her. Or, like, give her a weird look. Because she just poured out M&Ms and started crying. Yeah. <laughs> in, in any universe, uh, I see the person going, okay. Uh, I'm." It yeah, seemed like she kind of did that. Like, when, when Joy was like, it is Danny. It was kind of a like a, oh, God. But it, it seemed more like a, damn it, why am I getting mixed up in this? Yeah, it seemed to me like she just took it face down, like, it is Danny. Tell him I'm not signing these. Like it was just like a little less cynical than I feel like. Yeah. If Jessica Jones had seen her, uh, someone pour out M Ms and start crying and saying it is Danny, she'd be like, "Whatever, chick. Uh, give me my fifty thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> give me the fifty thousand. I'm not signing these. Go away." <laughs> or no, he's probably like, "Sure, whatever. Sign, sign, sign. Give me fifty thousand um, dollars." He can, he can he can fend for himself, <laughs> right? He's a good fighter. He's fine. Actually, at that moment, I thought, okay, so you know he's Danny. You're gonna protect him, right? Okay, sign, sign, sign. I want my fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, can't you guys collaborate a little bit? Oh, like, she's she's now gonna work for and help Danny. Um, <laughs> Somebody's gotta help Danny. So, big 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 reveal. Uh, we know now that the hand is somehow. Connected to Harold. Yeah. And, and, and they, they have some sort of tenuous relationship because yep. apparently the Hand knows where he is. So it's, it seems like maybe they're in on it together. Like his disappearance, they, they know about it. Yep. Uh, and they have kept it a secret, so they're not a complete enemy. But he's also, the idea of bringing them down is very attractive to him. What if he didn't fake his death? What if he did actually die, but was revived by the hand? Interesting. Okay. I don't know. That's. I mean, that possibility exists. You know, yeah. death. There is no such thing. There is no such thing. But the fact that he's saying that he needs Danny and he needs him because Danny specifically says he is the sworn enemy of the Hand. Like there's that obvious, and only he can defeat. The right, races. there's that obvious tenuous relationship there, where he's like, well, maybe if I keep this guy in my back pocket, I can bring down the hand. It, it brought if me, I need to. It brought me to the the idea, of like he's been working with the hand maybe but maybe the hand has a lot more power than he has yeah maybe they've been forcing him to help yeah in or, some or, way or, or he just wants he needs leverage yeah in any like business relationship you need right, to have right. that like leverage and danny could be his leverage but yeah. danny uh, has different ideas what actually ward i can't remember his name is ward meacham ward meacham yeah ward has different ideas cuz he sends those goons to attack instead of uh, instead of breaking it da- instead of breaking Danny out like he was supposed to. So we're we're left to assume that the meeting that he was in talking about wanting to purchase the warehouses in Brooklyn. We're left to assume that those warehouses are very likely for the hand. I thought about that. He does say this is more important. Yeah, like uh, which... at your insistence because like Harold mm. is saying you need to buy these warehouses. Yes. So because of that link like and we know that the the hand wanted to purchase a block in hell's kitchen you know for their nefarious purposes or whatever right. so like what does the hand need all of this property for we have no idea we have no idea what are they Probably doing digging big more big holes really big holes <laughs> uh, we really don't know uh so i you know i guess we'll just have to wait and see ah <sighs> Yeah. Anything else in this episode stand out to you? I did like Colleen teaching her students how to survive in the in the real world. That was cool. That was cool because I thought, oh no, Ward sent somebody to to be a dick to her. Yeah, and they're following her, and she it's, sees them. It's funny. I knew immediately that what was going on and I think it was just because the, the actors chosen to play the students looked like students, yeah. they didn't look like Meacham goons. That's fair. Like, as soon as I saw them, they had, like, <laughs> it's so, this is so bad, but they're, like, they they have, like, like kind of, hi- like, cooler hair. They're, like, <laughs> multiracial, and they're, like, all this stuff. And I was just, a like. diverse group. They're, like, a diverse group of people, and I was just, like, uh, they're 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 not bad guys. <laughs> this can't be bad guys. They're not Russian. They don't have mustaches, and they're not smoking. Yeah, they're not all they're they're not all like you know they're not all like mid thirties in suits, <laughs> right? With guns, like they're just th- these are her students. Like I knew immediately they were her students based purely on their age and like the makeup of the group, which is it says it says something about me. But it just says something about me about how I perceive television and I was right, so I, I can't yeah I can't really fault myself too hard. I <laughs> can't fault you too much because that was how it was. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty silly. uh yep, yep. so uh, any other any spe- big speculation about what's gonna happen going forward? It's, you know, I always like these moments where we get our ch- option uh, uh, and a chance to be wrong, <laughs> a chance to just yeah, like oh God. really with it. We just really throw down on. on <laughs> I swing for the fences. You do. Sometimes I swing for the do. fences a lot. Um, <laughs> God, I was going to say that I thought that the intro with Colleen uh, was going to be sort of like the uh, the episode <coughs> in Luke Cage where we see Rosario Dawson and Claire Temple. Uh, going out, you know, into Harlem and then like her purse getting stolen. I thought it was going to be something similar to that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And um, then Danny Rand helps or something. Well, no, not like Danny Rand helps, but like she, you know, is approached by people on the street, just random muggers and has to be robbed. Right. That's what I thought it was oh, going to yeah, be. Oh yeah, that was f- such a fun scene. Huh? <laughs> when she chases down the muggers. Yep. She chases um, down the purse snatcher and beats his ass. Specific question. <laughs> Do you think that either Meacham, Harold or Ward Will try to have or try themselves to kill their sister, Ooh. kill Joan. Joan D- Joy Joan. Joy. It's a J. <clears throat> it was a J O. You were close. I was close. <laughs> I. You know. I don't know. It's if anybody, it's gonna be Ward because he's too volatile. Like Maybe. Harold. Harold is so precise in his thought and action. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like she even knows Harold's alive. Yeah. So how much does he care about her? And he may be a lot, maybe nothing. It, it really like I just feel like she is in the dangerous positions because she's going to start trying to help. Yeah, she's going to start trying Danny, to help Danny. And the other two of them are going to quickly realize that's not the best course of action. Right. Now, if she does know that Harold's alive, then her her line to Ward of like, be like dad, grow some balls is really funny. Why? Because, she like like the thought if if she thinks that he's dead, right? It's like be like our memory of dad, you right? Know, be brave, bold, grow some balls. But if she knows that he's alive in this bunker, like he's hiding in this bunker and never leaves. Oh, I see in his penthouse, but he's still got more balls than you. Like, come yeah. on, Ward, man up. <laughs> that's true. I got you. Like, it's really funny if that's the case. I got you. I got you. So speculation, right? Speculation. Yeah. Any other wild you know, speculation. Danny was uh Danny Danny has this thing with this hawk that's constantly in the sky. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not honestly I'm not sure what that's about. That may be from the comics, it may be fresh. I could just be completely overlooking something. I could be looking in too deep. No, I definitely think the, the hawk obviously has something going on. It almost seemed like a Beastmaster moment, like he was looking through the hawk's eyes <laughs> yeah. in the first episode. And in this episode, it's like he saw the hawk. What was the episode called again? Uh, Shadow Hawk Takes Flight. Shadow Hawk Takes Flight. I guess maybe the Iron Fist has a hawk that shadows him. <laughs> I don't know. He's We're going to have to wait and not see. not red wing. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is like the actual red wing from the comics. <laughs> He's just being watched over by Falcon. Yeah, he's been hanging out in another dimension. You know. Never got to meet Sam. God, you know, when he was was explaining everything to the doctor, and the doctor was believing him, Mm -hmm. and then, like, right when he hit that note of, like, oh, yeah, it was Kun Lun. Kun Lun exists somewhere else Uh, in another dimension. It's like, oh, stop, Danny, stop. Stop, Danny, stop where you're ahead. You could have gotten out. Quit now, please. (laughs) Lie. Make something up. And I wasn't sure what they were into, because it seemed like they were making a, it seemed like they were trying to make a statement about the imprisonment of these people and how it was, a, like, you know, inappropriate imprisonment or or whatever Yeah, of these, like, uh, people who may or may not have psych issues. Um Oh, and yeah, then the wrongful no. diagnosis, like, over-diagnosing yeah. mental health issues. That's a big yeah. problem in the U.S. I'm, absolutely. And so it seemed like they were really making that decision, and then they seemed like they were going away from it for a second with Danny actually convincing him, like, oh, well, no, the guy is convincible. He is a reasonable human yeah, being. Yeah, he's a reasonable doctor. But then he starts talking about different dimensions and I don't know what we're supposed to believe from that like right He is telling the truth but you can understand why a doctor would be like oh actually yeah, pump, you the came home. pump the brakes pump the brakes So that was all that was all kind of strange I felt like they were trying to make a bigger point with that episode and then it kind of went it went off the rails a little bit Yeah maybe if Point's it had, still there. If it had been Doctor Strange instead of a little strange, it would have been like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Ah. Uh. <laughs> like, Doctor Strange would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Can you take me to Kunlun? Like, do you know which dimension it's in? I can probably figure out how <laughs> to dial get up, there. Dial up with my slang ring. Right. <laughs> um. Just, here, put this on. Imagine it in your mind's eye. And then make a circle with the other hand. <laughs> circle hands. Circle hands. My name is Circle Fist. Good. I am the Circle Fist. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does the lingering <laughs> by swirling his glowing fist yeah, around. Good. <laughs> All right. I think we're ready to move Let's on do to episode, episode three. three, man. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at MCU mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Thank you for all your kind listens um, and uh, all your uh, sharing of the show. We really appreciate it. If you got anybody that's a fan of... Uh, podcast. They're, they're doing that big tripod thing on all the podcasts. If you're all podcast listeners, you probably never heard them talk about tripod. You guys should tell people to try this pod. Um, so hashtag tripod. MCU cast. Woo! <laughs> they're doing this thing. I don't. You're not a big podcast listener generally, are you? Yeah, generally. I, I listen to like the every, few that I listen every to. Every podcast in the world right now is doing a thing called tripod. Yeah. T-R-Y P-O-D. Right. Trying to just convince people to try the concept of podcasting <laughs> like recommend a show that they, they think they'd like oh like get them to listen to podcasts yeah. because uh, apparently like they they they're all spouting like 80% of people don't even really understand what a podcast is according to like some surveys or something crazy wow so that's pretty pretty nuts i mean it's basically just a radio talk show that you download yeah but some people are like yeah i've heard of those i don't really understand them so Tell your friends about podcast people. Tell your friends that uh, would like to listen to us talk to come listen to us talk. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back with you tomorrow with more Iron Fist. Until next time, true believers.